to Sunday Digest, an award-winning public affairs presentation of 99.5 WGAR. Get ready for a half hour of interesting conversation with veteran Cleveland broadcaster Ken Robinson. And now, here's Ken and Sunday Digest. And good morning to you. Today we're talking about blood and bad hair on Sunday Digest. Jeffrey Paul is a consultant to the Cleveland Clinic and runs the nonprofit group Wigs for Kids, which helps children who have lost their hair because of illnesses. We'll find out about the latest baldness treatments. But first on Sunday Digest, the Red Cross needs your help. They can always use blood donations. Joining us now is Karen Kelly from the Northeastern Ohio chapter of the American Red Cross. Karen, it always seems the Red Cross is in short supply of blood and blood platelets. Why is that? Unfortunately, we have an increasing demand from the 61 hospitals that we serve here in 19 counties in northern Ohio. Uh, That demand has been increasing steadily uh, for at least the past two years. And uh, this summer we came off of one of the worst blood shortages in uh, National Red Cross history. So the demand is uh, really, really difficult. Even though we have wonderful donors in uh, northern Ohio, we we really need to call on them once again. I was going to ask, what what does this mean to the average citizen? And uh, it it can directly affect them when they may not expect it. Uh, Yes, unfortunately, we have many people who um, do require blood um, because of an accident or another unexpected tragedy, but we also have many other people who need regular blood treatments, um, and it must be very, very difficult for someone who is out there and knows that they or their child has to have blood and then to hear what a terrible situation we are in. Um, it's, it's very hard for, for thousands of people uh, who are depending on us to hear that news. If we can only get more people uh, to donate blood, I think that we will be all right. Um, if we don't get more people helping us with our inventory, I, I fear that we might come to a situation where the hospitals have to start canceling uh, elective surgeries. And um, elective surgeries um, can be very critical surgeries. How can people uh, turn this around? Our uh, northern Ohioans have always come through for uh, their, their family and neighbors and friends who need blood. What you can do is to call 1-800-GIVE-LIFE, and you will find a... Um, a time and a place that's convenient for you to give blood. We would hope that people would give blood uh, within the next few days if that's at all possible. Any idea how many donors it will take to to turn the situation around and and get things back to normal? We need to collect every single day over 800 pints of blood. Um, One person donates one pint of blood. Any idea why, why people aren't donating? I think that uh, some people are not donating, perhaps, because they uh, might have the flu, or maybe I do know that our uh, research shows that the number one reason that people say they have never donated is because no one has ever asked them to. And so I am not only asking, please donate, but I'm urging people, please donate. Uh, your donation can actually 
save or sustain the lives of up to three people. Just one donation. One donation can do that because that person's blood is manufactured or separated into three components. So when one person donates blood, they um, might, for example, help a person who is fighting cancer. They might help someone who has a, uh, a bleeding problem, um, perhaps a hemophiliac or someone like that, and they might also help someone who is uh, in need of surgery. We're talking to Karen Kelly of the American Red Cross here in Cleveland. They're trying to get more people to donate blood, and you know, it only takes a minute to donate blood. Absolutely. Uh, the entire donation process, from the time you walk into the door and fill out some paperwork and, and go through a, a little physical, you have your temperature and your blood pressure checked um, and your iron level checked. Uh, after that little physical, you then go through the actual uh, process of donating, and that takes probably between 6 and 10 minutes. And then you uh, relax in the canteen. You have some juice and cookies or crackers. So the whole process probably takes just under an hour, but the actual giving uh, blood part would take less than uh, 10 minutes. Probably a good idea to, for folks to get into a regular habit of donating blood. How, how often should uh, folks donate and who, who can donate? The... Um, Average person is a very good uh, candidate for giving blood. If you are over the age of 17, if you weigh at least 105 pounds, and if you are in good general health, uh, you are a uh, candidate for donating blood. Um, for those people who are on medications, we ask that when you come, if you simply uh, bring a list of your medications so that... Uh, we will work with you, and, and we will make sure that uh, donating is a safe process for the donor as well as for the person uh, receiving the blood. And the average blood donor can easily and safely give blood every 56 days. Um, and some people do that. Some people don't. Um, but even if you only give once, this is a perfect time to do so. I will say that um, people tell us that after they've given blood, they actually uh, feel good. In other words, they think, I did it. I, I've changed someone's life. And um, so what we find is that once people start donating blood, they actually do uh, do it on somewhat of a regular basis because they realize the the impact that they are making. Um, they're actually, you know, saving or sustaining someone's child or someone's parent or someone's spouse. Um, it's, it's really a way that anyone can be a true hero. Um, want people to know that we at the Red Cross have been telephoning uh, blood donors and we've been sending letters and postcards to all those people that we know uh, have donated in the past. However, 95% of the people out there, we don't have their information. And I, I so want to thank you, Ken, and, and your station for helping us get that message out to everyone that we don't know how to contact you. If, if you've heard this program, I, I really urge you to think about the idea of uh, making a complete 
change in someone's life simply by your act of donating blood. Well, we're always glad to help out. Karen Kelly of the Northeast Ohio chapter of the American Red Cross. Once again, to donate blood, all you got to do is call 1-800-GIVE-LIFE, 1-800-GIVE-LIFE. Up next, the battle against baldness. Sunday Digest. Here's Ken Robinson on WGAR. Our next guest is Jeffrey Paul. He's based in Rocky River and is director of the Institute for Image and Well-Being. He's also founder and president of Wigs for Kids, an organization that provides free hair pieces for children who have lost their hair from illness and disease. Plus, Jeffrey Paul is a research consultant to the Cleveland Clinic. Thanks for joining us on Sunday Digest. Uh, You've organized a Restoring Beautiful Hair Expo. It's going to take place at the airport Marriott on March 25th. That's two weeks from today, right? Yeah, we're really excited about it. Anybody who's having a bad hair day, and I'm sure, I don't know what you look like, but anybody who's had a bad hair day would uh, love this. It's going to be obviously a, a fundraiser for Wigs for Kids, but it's, we've invited guest artists from literally all over the country, people that do movie stars to rock stars, people who do um, uh, nutrition for hair, for skin. We've got makeup artists, uh, people who take care of hands. It's really a total, total approach of making somebody have a you know a beautiful hair day as we call it now it seems hair is very important it's a very uh, important psychological factor in our personalities why is that do you think why are we uh, so concerned about hair we're concerned about baldness well i'm glad i'm glad you see that a lot of people that uh, don't have a hair problem and that's only literally two out of four that don't have a hair problem they don't realize how serious it is. There's a, there's a psychologist who will be at this event, too, talking about image and what image can do to us if it's, it's dysfunctional, if it's uh, been distorted. Hair loss or a bad hair day, that's one extreme to the other, can cause us a real struggling day, emotionally, uh, psychologically. It's our frame. It's what makes up, no matter if you have a beautiful face. And I've worked on professional models that have bone structures that look like Michelangelo carved it out of marble. Uh, they have uh, the clothes that are, you know, what people dream about. But if they're in the back room and that hair does not look its best, they are absolutely without that that stamina, that beauty, that, you know, that confidence that comes from having the whole package put together. Can bad hair or lack of hair affect you not only psychologically but economically as well? Let's say when you go for a job interview? You know, the Wall Street Journal did an article or a survey. They surveyed the top 100 corporations and said if two people came into your office with identical resumes, identical personalities, but one had hair and one didn't, what would be your selection? The Wall Street was very shocked at the results. They said that 93% would choose that one with hair because of the confidence, because of what seems to be more uh, together, what seems to be more uh, uh, appearance-wise, a uh, positive, uh, positive look. And, you know, that may not be what we want to hear, but it truly is that first impression that uh, helps one person over the other. Now, there's been people like, uh, you know, uh, Yul Brenner who have done very well with no hair. But the reality, especially for a woman, uh, a woman is not acceptable without hair, except for one or two rock stars someplace in the world. A woman with thin hair, a woman with scalps shining through, or a man, uh, you know, trying to cover it up, you know, with a flapper or with hair coming over from one side to the other, uh, it just doesn't give them that, that appearance. It can economically put them in a position that makes them able to bring forth really the beauty that's within them or their talents that they have. 
93%. Is that a statistic and a half? (laughs) I'm doomed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in big trouble. (laughs) Well, the the amazing part about it is that that back, uh, you know, just a few years ago, there was only a few choices. I mean, either you sprayed the top of your head or you did the wraparound and, 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 and sprayed the hairspray on it. Uh, or you wore an ugly wig, or you wore something that was inappropriate or wore nothing. Now there's everything from surgery to cosmetic to uh, unbelievable scalp and hair duplication. There's integrations, there's extensions, there's cosmetics that uh, just just that amazingly can give people the natural look. Plus you've got your natural uh, laser treatments now that are actually growing hair uh, where there's hair to be grown on people's heads. Uh, which has never been evolved except for the last two or three years that uh, research like that has come forth. Now, th- does this stuff really work, especially uh, these uh, baldness cures? Well, that's, that's the problem. That it, and that's, you asked a question earlier uh, why we're doing this. There is so much hocus-pocus and, and so much uh, you know, um, snake oil sold to people who want so badly to have a solution to their hair loss problem that it's pretty hard for somebody to truly... Um, get through this and find out what's true and what's not. 80% of what you see at 2 o'clock in the morning is junk. 80% of the the things that they sell in a bottle, if you research it, as we do in our institute, uh, research what it does, it does nothing. But there is things that right now can stimulate, have been double-blind studied in research with the medical community that have very successful results. But remember something, that hair loss is not one entity. You could have genetic factor but stress, nutrition, um, hair care, uh, hair styling, inappropriate styling like perms and colors too much, all can add to the, the hair loss. Women's menopause time period is side effects of hair loss. Pregnancy is side uh, a side effect of hair loss. In case you just tuned in, we're talking to Jeffrey Paul. He's director of the Institute for Image and Well-Being in Rocky River, founder and president of Wigs for Kids. He's also a consultant to the Cleveland Clinic when it comes to hair loss and replacement. I'm Ken Robinson. You're listening to Sunday Digest on WGAR FM 99.5. Jeffrey, what's the best treatments out there for hair loss right now? The biggest success right now, uh, of course, the biggest known um, product is Propecia and Rogaine. Uh, their, their pizzazz from the pharmaceutical side has been, of course, very strong with their marketing advertisement, but their results are just just uh, minimal at this point. Not bad, and they're not bad for you, but they're minimal. But right now out of Sweden has come a light laser therapy that has just, the light laser therapy was originally designed to be used for sugar diabetes patients that were losing circulation to areas of their body, and they would lose a limb from amputation. They used this light therapy to bring the blood supply to that area. Well, success came from that because they reduced the amputations, but they found that those areas that they treated with this light therapy had hair-accelerated growth, let's say in your hand or your foot. So they, they contacted people like ourselves to research this and say, test it on people losing their hair with alopecia, with different uh, losses. Tell us, is there any really results from that point? Well, we were shocked because with our alopecia patients, we started to see some areas that hadn't had development or weaker areas of development began to, you know, begin to grow. We had um, uh, chemotherapy patients after finishing chemotherapy that the acceleration of the growth was 30 to 40 percent faster than people in their support groups. They were getting out of their wigs before those people were even thinking about growing their hair. Wow. How, how does it work? Well, exactly. all it does, it's not real magical. That's the, what I like about it. It's very basic. You are, have blood inside your body. You have all the nourishment your body needs to produce hair. 
The problem is, is to get it there with its full nourishment package. What does that mean? Well, by the time your body feeds all the parts of your body, your hair is the last thing that gets fed. Then the hair goes back to the lungs and the heart gets reprocessed and goes through the body again. So no matter what you do, even if you take vitamins, let's say iron and biotin, it's fed through the body and dispersed, and by the time it gets to the hair, there's very little. This light therapy draws the blood to the surface of the scalp in a way that it has its full package of nutrients. Combine that with proper uh, uh, food supplements that come uh, from France that they've, uh, they have amino acids in it that hold the vitamin content until it deposits it in the hair, you've got nothing more than a good blood supply feeding the hair follicle. What does that mean? Growth. Now, if someone's bald and there's nothing there, you know, the follicle's been gone for a series of years, at this point there's nothing that exists that can help them. So if there is really just a complete smooth surface and it's been missing for three, four, five years, that area cannot be helped. But areas that have hair or hair that's diffused. Now, somebody who is completely bald can simply get transplants, which are, are very extremely successful today and, believe this or not, incredibly affordable. Now, now just thinking about that, my head starts to hurt. Transplant, <laughs> is it painful? And uh, how do you get all those little individual strands of hair in the head? Well, I'll tell you what, the surgical group that we work with are pretty amazing. In fact, uh, the medical director is the head of the international transplant doctors in the world. And what they do, just to give you a quick synopsis, they don't any longer take a plug out of the back and put a plug in the center of the front of your forehead and look like you've got cornrows growing out, and that's what they used to look like. But in reality, they take a graft out of the back of the head, lower area of the nape. They suture that back together so there's no scar, there's nothing missing at that point. You don't look like you've got a short hairline or otherwise. Those are then hand-cut under a microscope. One hair, believe it or not, is cut at a time. That is bringing the genetic factor, the growing factor, to that front area, and they hand-place it with a person like myself directing the doctor in what direction to put the hairline in. One hair at a time goes into the hairline. 100% of the time, can it grows because it's bringing the genetic factor. It doesn't take a genius to make hair go from one spot to, spot to another and grow. It's how it's put in, and it's not painful as it used to be. I mean, it, uh, you're anesthetized at the, at the site. You're wide awake. You're usually watching a video or you're talking with the doctors through the entire surgery. You go out. You don't even have bandages on, believe it or not. You come back the next day and you're shampooed and you're gone. I mean, you're done with that process. How long does it last? I mean, uh, the, the hair. Forever, because, uh, now again, this is for male pattern baldness, because female pattern falls out differently. Male do not lose their hair below the parietal bone. So anything that you take from below the parietal bone, that's the bump on the side of your head, uh, when it's transplanted to another area, will always grow. So the man who, or woman who has male pattern baldness, and you transplant that hair, that hair will grow the rest of their life. So it isn't like putting something in that you've got a, a rental period of time on it that it's going to fall out sooner or later. You're carrying a genetic factor from the site that they're taking it from and putting it into new sites so it's going to grow for the rest of their life. We're talking about baldness on today's edition of Sunday Digest. Our guest is Jeffrey Paul. He's based in Rocky River and is director of the Institute for Image and Well-Being. And he's founder and president of Wigs for Kids. I'm Ken Robinson on WGAR FM 99.5. Now, what about wigs? Uh, wigs have been around for a long time, toupees, uh, as you will. Uh, 
a lot of guys have them, and, uh, and uh, you can usually spot those guys pretty easily. From across the room or across <laughs> the stadium sometimes, <laughs> I had to say. Yes, it's been, but over the last probably five years, um, there has been a technology advancement. Let's say in the men's, for instance, because women's are also advancing incredibly. But the men's, we, we're into working with products like contact lenses, literally uh, contact lens material with injection of hair, and then there's specific adhesives that have been created that go on the body for long term. They wear a hair system for two to three weeks. It's healthy. They shampoo. They're clean uh, and uh, secure. It will not come off, and it's undetectable to the touch or to the hand, even underwater. So that has advanced itself because you're talking about the contact lens thickness where it's almost completely invisible on an eye. You can imagine how invisible it is on a head. So that's the major advancement there. And women, uh, giving them the ability to integrate, because women, again, generally don't go bald. They just keep diffusing and thinning. We've created special design integration systems that they can put on, that their hair can come completely through, so whatever hair they have on is out and more like the extension level of what people wear extensions. You know, you see all the uh, Grammys and the, and the Oscars. You see the girls with longer hair than they had in the previous movie or the previous, uh, you know, programming. And they can wear them, again, with extended wear, that they can wear them two, three weeks at a time, not have to take them off, not have to worry about anything, <clears throat> and live their lifestyle from swimming to showering to playing to, to riding in the convertible and being 100% themselves again. So the advancement of hair replacement has incre- increased incredibly, as well as the person who's completely you know, I'm talking about like an alopecia patient. Uh, no longer the hard vacuum hair pieces that they've tried to sell in the past uh, or, uh, you know, the wiggy uh, Eva Gabors. But again, with, with materials like the contact lens material, lace, you can create a look that, again, I've got a college kid that plays basketball for a college team and he, play, he plays with a full head uh, hair piece on, we call it a cranial prosthesis, and uh, his roommate doesn't know he has one. Wow. Well, speaking of wigs, you're the uh, founder and president of Wigs for Kids, and uh, that came about out of your concern for kids who have had uh, medical conditions. We've all seen kids on TV bald from chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. That, that's basically uh, what you're trying to do is uh, ease some of the emotional uh, trauma that uh, kids uh, undergo when they lose their hair. Absolutely. We want, we want kids to look themselves. Uh-huh. How serious is that, and, and how has your work touched kids in that uh, Area. Well, that's our greatest. Pa- I mean, that's my greatest passion. It's also our organization's, uh, and it also touches the parents' life. Ken, uh, when a child has hair loss, uh, it's different than an adult. Other children are cruel because they don't know. They're not cruel by nature. I believe that because I work with so many children in so many school systems. But they don't know how when they say something to a kid who doesn't have hair, it devastates them. A child also doesn't know about life and death generally. They don't have the same awareness as you and I as an adult. So now hair is even more of an attention. So if they're in the playground or they're at high school or college level and they don't have what everybody has, it's much different than not having the tennis shoes of selection. So we're able to give them that part of their life back again during the treatment. Uh, some of them are long-term, so we give it to them for you know, the majority of their, their 18 or 20 years of, of childhood. But it's giving them the ability to, to go back to school, to be themselves, to not be made fun of, to not lose their self-esteem. And imagine this, parents who have given their children, especially in the Cleveland market, the best medical care that exists but can't help their child in the regards of the hair loss and the self-esteem and the abuse that they would take if they had to be in public without that. That's what Wigs for Kids does. It's more than just give them a wig. I, you know, we use that in our title, but the reality is we're giving them their self back again. We're giving them their self-esteem, their character, their lifestyle, uh, and, their, and their play so they can still be a kid through this whole trauma time period of their life. 
And uh, you provide wigs free free of charge? Absolutely free of charge. They're fifteen to two thousand dollar hair pieces. Uh, uh, they're made from ponytails that have been cut from all over the country, that people have grown their hair, hairdressers have cut their hair. Uh, we have created a specialized cap that can take this hair, it's processed and put into the hair, and then every one of those people that have given that hair uh, become a, an adoptive parent of these kids. And they actually uh, write back and forth to get some pretty amazing relationships that have been built from this situation. But uh, it gives the ability for more, more than just us to help and the people that are financially helping by donations, but it's giving people the ability to donate something that's even more close to the heart, which is their own hair. And it takes about 10 to 12 ponytails to make one hair piece. And wow. so we got 10 to 12 people into one hair system that makes a difference in a person's life. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, a lot of sports figures, uh, entertainers have, have shaved their heads, especially men, uh, male basketball players, football players. And it looked like the uh, the bald look was going to catch on for a while, but uh, it doesn't seem like it's really been totally accepted, nor will it ever be totally accepted. Is that correct? And, and why not? Well, it's good observation on your part, Ken. There's never been a period in history of mankind that one hairstyle for men or women has sustained itself. This particular short haircut, and I have to kind of contribute that to Michael Jordan, has really lasted its longest level. But again, uh, hair is a part of our grooming. So without it, we, we look good. We look, you know, we look sharp if we've got everything else together. 2020 did a program uh, about a man who was bald. Uh, they sent him into a nightclub, and he was ignored. He was not, you know, couldn't make a connection with any of the females. He left. One hour later, they had done him in a, in a cosmetic uh, hair replacement. He came back in. The same women that passed him by and snubbed him Sad had drinks with him, and two of which gave them phone numbers. Now, this was on TV. This was 2020, which is a very reputable broadcasting system. And even the interviewer said, we can't believe it. I mean, we watched it. We saw it. We did it. We couldn't believe the change in the personality to the person with hair and without hair. Wow, that's amazing. It is, it is. And for more information, people can get, can get it firsthand at the uh, Beautiful Hair Expo coming up uh, March 25th. That's right. We're looking forward to that. Do people need to uh, buy tickets or register or anything like that? To... It's ideal because if they register, they receive a $10 gift, which is the cost of the front uh, the front ticket that goes to Wigs for Kids. So if, they, if they, they register ahead of time, they get a $10 gift. And if they register to come to the brunch, which we have a keynote motivational speaker at 11 o'clock to, to the expo that starts at 1 o'clock, uh, it's $25. Again, all goes to Wigs for Kids, and uh, they get another gift as well. So... This is going to place that people are going to walk out with gifts, with freebies, with makeovers, with, um, you know, samples. I mean, I've asked the people that are coming in to just do it all for, you know, for the best that they can for the people who are supporting the program. And because it benefits Wix for kids, it's tax deductible. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, sounds good. Really uh, great talking with you. You too, Ken. Thank you very much for the interview. Jeffrey Paul of Rocky River, director of the Institute for Image and Well-Being, founder and president of Wigs for Kids, also research consultant to the Cleveland Clinic regarding hair loss and hair replacement. And once again, Jeffrey Paul has organized a Restoring Beautiful Hair Expo. It takes place two weeks from today, March 25th, at the Airport Marriott. I'm Ken Robinson. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week right here on Sunday Digest.
This has been Sunday Digest with WGAR's Ken Robinson, a public affairs presentation of 99.5 WGAR. The views and opinions expressed on the show were those of the participants and not necessarily those of WGAR, its staff, and management. Join us next week for another edition of Sunday Digest. Credit card is handy, whatever you'd like to buy. Simply take your card of credit and go get it. Use your credit card to purchase the hottest, most fashionable t-shirts on the scene today. Quality premium t-shirts from Panoramic Lifestyle Clothing at plclothing.store. Based in Scottsdale, Arizona, Panoramic Lifestyle Clothing features the most distinctive t-shirts ever imagined. That's because Panoramic is a vision that moves in all directions. So use your credit card and check out the exclusive collection at plclothing.store. That's plclothing.store. A credit card is handy, whatever you'd like to buy. Simply take your card of credit.